Hey guys, Kale here. So, it's often been said, it doesn't always matter if something is right or wrong, but is it wise? We started a series several weeks ago now, and we're almost at the, the end of it, a series on this podcast about making wise decisions, making biblical decisions, and we're finally getting around to this idea of what is a wise decision? What does it mean to make a wise decision? What is wisdom? And we're going to talk about that today. But before we do, if you're if this is your first episode of this podcast or of the series, make I, I would just pause right now and go back and find the intro episode of this series about making biblical and wise decisions because none of this is going to make a whole lot of sense without the context of the previous episodes. You can go back and find those. And if you're on the audio podcast, uh, there's going to be an important resource that should be the image graphic of the episode. And, uh, or you can go over to my YouTube channel, Kale Horvath Media, and find the podcast on there as well. Um, and I'm going to put the graphic up for you guys now. This is a flowchart we've been walking through that's not meant to be a legalistic set of parameters that you have to think. Like, we're not making a law for ourselves here. What we're doing is taking biblical principles and turning them into a template, a guide, that can help us to think biblically when we're trying to make better decisions in life. And so the first question that we need to ask ourselves when trying to make a decision is, is this thing sin? And if the answer is yes, don't do that thing. But if it's if it's a gray area or you're not sure, um, or you're like, no, I don't think it is sin based on the Bible, okay, well then you go to the next question. And the next two questions, can it harm my testimony and can it be a stumbling block, are really a question of liberty. And we talked about that the last two weeks, really looking at like 1 Corinthians 8 and 9 and uh, Romans 14. And 15. But if you can get through all of those questions and the answer is either no or I'm not sure, then we get to this question of is it wise? This thing that I want to do or this scenario that I find myself in and I'm not sure what to do, is it wise? And that might be the overall question that we have to a lot of choices in life. But I feel like the three questions leading up to that hopefully can filter out a lot of those confusing things when you when you realize like, yeah, it, it is sin, I shouldn't do it. Or yeah, it, it, it could harm my testimony, so I shouldn't do that. Or, or yeah, it, it could be a stumbling block, so I just probably shouldn't do it. Or, or I should choose to do this thing a different way for the sake of my testimony or for the sake of other believers in Christ. We talked about that all in the previous weeks. But now we're going to talk about wisdom and, and how do we determine if something is wise. And so let's talk about wisdom. Before we define wisdom biblically, let's talk about like the importance of wisdom. This is what the Bible says about wisdom. In Proverbs 4, in verse 5, Solomon says, Get wisdom, get understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, wisdom personified, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Man, in those three verses, if you missed it, what he's saying is that wisdom is important. You got to get wisdom, right? It's it's the most important thing. Proverbs 8.11, wisdom is better than rubies. Proverbs 16.16, 16, how much better it is to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver. I, I don't know how much of us actually believe that, but the Bible says it, so it's true. It, wisdom is important. And the most, the wisest man who ever lived, Solomon, who wrote the book of Proverbs under the divine inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God, says that it is. 
And so wisdom is important. We need to seek it. So what is it biblically? Not, not what does the world say wisdom is. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the application of knowledge, simply put. But not just any knowledge. It's the applying of the knowledge of God from the word of God. And so knowledge and wisdom are two different things. I can know something but not do it. See that? I, I can acquire knowledge. I can learn something but not put it in action. James 3.13 says, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Knowledge is good, but simply knowing something doesn't help you. You need to act on that knowledge, and wisdom is applying knowledge. It's not good enough to just know about liberty in Christ. you got to act on it, right? It's not good enough to just know that Jesus died for your sins. You have to act on that. Right and, and actually accept and ask him to save you and call upon the Lord for salvation. Wisdom is knowledge applied. But you got to understand something here. And, and this is where we get into making biblical decisions and wise decisions is that there's two wisdoms. There's the wisdom of the world and then there's the wisdom of God. Well, the wisdom of the world, I mean, if you understand that the world is the enemy of the Christian and that the world has nothing good to offer you, then you should understand that the world's wisdom is foolishness compared to God. The world's wisdom doesn't know God. The world's wisdom is the opposite of God. 1 Corinthians one twenty says, Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. God has made the wisdom of this world the wisdom of humans, it's foolishness compared to God's wisdom, right? And so man's wisdom is the opposite. And the, the world's wisdom is the opposite of God's wisdom or, or what the Bible teaches. It's contrary to the word of God. So here, let me just give you some examples here. God's word says to love others more than yourself. What's the world say? Watch out for yourself first, right? God's word says the last shall be first. The world says if you're not first, you're last. God's word says we should always be honest, tell the truth. The world, <laughs> lie, cheat, and steal to get what you want. Do whatever you got to do to make it to the top, man, right? That's the, wisdom, that's the world's wisdom. And it'll give you success if that success is, if, if the world's definition of success is what you desire. Definitions matter. God's word says serve God and serve others. The world says do what's best for you. God's word says do what God wants. The world says do what you want. The wisdom of the world is the exact opposite of God's wisdom. And in God's wisdom, it, we have the treasure trove of God's wisdom just by opening the scriptures and seeing what God says is true. Obviously, you have the wisdom of, of the Psalms and the Proverbs, but you have the entire book, God's thoughts, the mind of Christ. And that's where we can find the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Psalm 111 well, her Proverbs 2, 6 says, For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. The Lord's the one who gives true wisdom. Psalm 111, 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. That's the idea with wisdom. It's doing. Not just knowing, but doing. The applying, the application of knowledge is wisdom. So how do we use wisdom? 
if we were to say it that way, well, you, you seek God's word. You have to actually go to God's word and see what he says about a topic. And so that's why it's so important if we're going to think biblically that we have to actually spend time in God's word. And when you spend daily time walking with the Lord, learning more about what he says, and when you've read through the Bible several times in your life because you're spending time with him every day, when you make decisions in life, you'll start to naturally think through these different questions. Well, and I don't know if I should do this, man. I don't know. Is it sinful? No, but man, could it harm my testimony? Or is, is, this, is this a wise thing to do? Well, what, is, what are some of the things that God has to say about a certain topic? And, you know, a couple episodes ago, the, the example was alcohol. And I still pose the, the challenge of good luck finding a, a verse or a, ch a chunk of scripture that says the consuming of alcohol is sin. You, good luck without resting it out of scripture or, or, or you know, uh, inserting or eisegeting your, your own presupposition of the text. Good luck. Um, by the way, that's not insinuating what my personal stance, what my personal conviction is towards drinking. I'm not even revealing that to you. I'm just saying what the book shows. But what does the Bible say about being drunk? Oh, well, it has a lot to say about being drunk. It, it, that's a sin. Drunkards. and I mean, we, we did that already. You can go back and listen to that. But that's the idea is wisdom is the applying of God's word. So I know what God's word said, and now I can apply it. But in order to know what God says, I have to actually read it. I have to actually seek to rightly divide the word of God. I have to actually study to show myself approved. I have to actually spend time in his precepts daily in the morning trying to glean the truth of God's word and seeking his person. So if I'm going to apply God's word, I first have to know it. But then if I'm going to apply it, well, I'm just going to give you guys James 1. 122, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, that's the word of God, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So making wise decisions... First, we have to establish that we know what God says. We have to know God's wisdom on the subject, right? And so you have to actually study and read and spend time with the Lord on whatever it is you're trying to think or determine biblically, right? The discernment that we're seeking, we have to know what God says about it. And so we seek him daily, but, or, or specifically about this topic, we seek the Bible and we study. We don't seek man's wisdom. We don't necessarily just look up a YouTube video like this to see what's God's wisdom or, or to see what this guy's wisdom is. Forget my wisdom. Check all this with what the Bible says. I'm just some guy, right? And so we, we take God's wisdom and we seek him for his truth on a certain subject. And then, but that's just knowledge. Now that we have the knowledge, we have to actually apply it. We actually have to do it. That's wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. And that's why it is almost the last part of our flow chart here when we're trying to determine uh, whether we should do something or not in discernment and, and thinking biblically. Um, we get through, is it sin? Can it harm my testimony? Can it be a stumbling block? And then we get to, is it wise? And if the answer is no, and you can honestly answer yourself, man, you know what? For me, and, and that's this is where we're not being legalistic because you're not taking the standard that you've uh, developed a personal conviction based on the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. You're not taking that and applying it to everyone else generally uh, uh, with a wide you know brush. This is for you. You've determined 
man, this, yeah, I just don't think this is wise based on the word of God and my prayer time and the, and the Holy Spirit. This isn't wise. And then you decide not to do it, but then you have peace about not doing it. You know why? Because you've thought biblically about it and you've went through all of these steps of trying to determine, is this sin? Is this a bad call? Because it could be a, a bad for my testimony or, or could this be a stumbling block for someone or is it just unwise based on the, the revelation of scripture and the principles therein? And if you've went through all those things and determined that ah, I just don't think it's wise and I'm not going to do it, you're not salty about it. You have peace. And that's a good thing. But if you get to that last, almost that, that second to last question and you're still not sure, maybe you say, yes, I do think it's wise. Okay, well, if, if you get through all those and you say, yes, it is wise, well, then okay, then do it. If, if you've determined through those four questions that, you know what? I think it's wise. It is expedient to use Paul's word in first Corinthians, uh, for me to do this. It is advantageous. It is beneficial. This is okay. This, you know, as a matter of fact, it will help my testimony for Christ. It, it won't be, it'll be the opposite of a stumbling block. Well, then by all means, brother, do it. But if you get through all those four questions and you're still not sure, and you're like, I just don't know if it's wise. Well, then we've got one more question, and that is going to be the last episode in our series that we're going to get into next week. Why do you want to do it? What's your intentions? And we're going to see that next week. Thanks, guys, so much for hanging out. See you back here, same time, same place, next week on Ministry and Missions Unfiltered. God bless.